there's only one way to drive a snowmobile, and that is fucked up. Hey, he's got his pet nip. Boston had its own flag. Everyone in Boston would fly it out front. And ski pull the shit out of that dolphin. Hello and welcome. We are back. It is the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. It's me again, the host, Brian Beckner, host guy. Thank you very much for joining the show. Thanks for being a listener. Thanks for telling your friends. The show is blowing up and it's all because of you guys sharing it with your people. I appreciate that. I want you to continue to do that. I also would like it if you would contact me directly. If you have thoughts on the show or thoughts on anything in general that you would like us to reflect upon here, you can send us an email. Mailbag at theballerlifestyle.com is the way to do that. You can also leave us your voice. One of our favorite voicemailers is on the show today. And he contacted us via the telephone at 949-464-TBLS. As always, I implore you to like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. If you don't like that page, you haven't seen the video of the uh, Puerto Rican that was embalmed sitting up for his family for his funeral. Like, you're, you wouldn't know about that if I didn't say it just now. But if you like our Facebook page, you would have already seen that video. And that's a very important video. It's something you should know about. So go on Facebook and like our Facebook page, The Baller Lifestyle Podcast on Facebook. And subscribe to the show on iTunes, if you're an iTunes user, even if you're not, delivers the show to you every week without you having to think about downloading it or find my tweet. All that being said, a man who I'm concerned about at Daily co-host the show because there was a there was a Jersey City Mall fracas this week over a, a fight over. Uh, the Easter Bunny, Easter Bunny photos. <laughs> Easter Bunnies are very sketchy. I hope the Newport Center Mall. I hope Ed Daly wasn't injured. Ed, are you okay? Were you were you involved in the Malay? I've been to that mall, and the last time I was at that mall was taking my kids to have their picture taken with Santa. Oh, that Jesus. that is the mall, and that Santa is fantastic. He looks like Great Santa. like he's, he's one of those beard. yeah he's one of those guys that must look so disturbing. On April 8th. Yeah, when he's riding his Harley around They're town. Like, what the like, fuck is Santa doing? Yeah, look at Santa on his fucking motorcycle. But he looks, but dang, he looks great. One month. Yeah. yeah. He's got the really nice white beard and everything. But, like, <laughs> that video is amazing. There, There's, uh, I know exactly where, it's the same spot where Santa is. And the commentary by the two guys who are watching the Santa brawl, I mean, the Easter Bunny brawl, is oh, amazing. Oh, watch the video. Oh, it's so good. He's like, yeah. the guy's like, uh, Easter Bunny's throwing hands. Easter Bunny's throwing hands. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> yeah, you got to watch the video with the sound. It's amazing. And, I mean, he was, he, the, the, the head was off, so he was like going at somebody, but he's got the paws and everything. It's amazing. Um, but it brings back, like, What's going on with the Easter Bunny? Like, do, do people like people yeah. love getting their picture taken? I posted a picture this weekend of some Easter Bunny at a at a Easter egg hunt, 
and it's so disturbing. They're always so disturbing. Very. Like Santa Claus. I mean, if, if we're going with these stories, Santa Claus, he's a, he's a man that has magic. So, like, when you see a man, you you know, you can sort of, the kids can sort of believe. But the Easter bunny never even looks like a bunny. Looks, no, it's, a, it's an anthropomorphized yeah. situation. And it looks like it, I think I commented on yours, that it looked like something out of a Korean horror movie. They're <laughs> exactly. very scary. Yeah, they never look good. I've never seen, and people this time of year are posting tons of pictures with their kids with that, uh, with the Easter bunny. And it's like, it. It never looks good, and the kids look terrified, and there's no way any kid, even if you're, like, three, you believe that's, like, a bunny. Like, what is that thing? No, it's a mascot. No, it's, it's, like, the first one. Maybe that and the tooth fairy. Like, the Santa thing, you kind of hold, you can hold on to for a little bit. You're like, right. yeah, you know, I was too, I was always too poor to have a chimney, so, but I figured, oh, he comes in the sliding glass door, you know, like... The, the same way the people that stole our TV that one time came in, you know, like that's, that's how Santa <laughs> If they can in. get in, Santa certainly can get of in. Of course, Santa's got a key or something. Like I know how I, I could, you could rationalize Santa, but the Easter bunny thing, you're like, wait, is it a fucking, is it like a little rabbit? Like the kind you see shitting at the park? Like that gets, <laughs> and is what, it one of those? In his hands? Like he's got yes, paws? He carries things? He, car- yeah, he can't it. carry anything with a paw. And then what, so he's leaving Chocolate versions of himself for you to eat. So weird. Yeah, jelly like beans. That. Like what? What's going on? The theme is all over the place. Very weird. I, yeah, I don't get. I that feel at all. like somebody's uncle on acid made up the entire holiday. Totally, it's very and, weird. And think of the religious reasons behind that holiday. It's really weird. Oh the, yeah, it's the, it's the resurrection. The guy, right? guy coming back to life after being nailed and bled out. On a Friday, he's back. Yeah. On, like, what? This is a very weird thing for everybody to be excited about. Like, you know, the birth of Christ, you could say, well, this was the day somebody was born. Or something. The I other one is like, you know, I mean, you can celebrate a, a, a baby was born. Like, a, something, that's, that's a real thing. The other stuff, it's crazy. These are crazy oh, things. Everything yes. about this holiday is and crazy. He, he he. They put him in like a cave or something. And three days later, yeah. he came out and he's like, hey, I'm good. Like yeah. Hey. Oh, and by the way, out. and by the way, I'm the Holy Spirit, and I'm also yeah. my my own dad or something something like that. Right. There's a whole, yes. it's a lot of weird stuff. Like this is a weird holiday. If you think my, about it, there's a lot of inconsistencies. My dad is God, but so am I. <laughs> yeah. Because we're the same person. I'm human. He's also my dad. And I'm a, as uh, as uh, Sam Kinson said, I'm a miracle caterer. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes. he's like, you motherfuckers always just bring water to the party, and I'm supposed to right. do something with it. Um, yes, <laughs> he and he, and also he's coming back. FYI, he's like, yeah. hey, I'm I'm gonna do this again sometime. Right. So you see how I came so back? Look busy. Yeah, Kids, stay be ready. Good. Do good shit. Don't fuck around. Even though it's cool if you do, as long as you say sorry afterwards. Right. But I'm gonna be back, and when I come back, even though I'm really nice, I'm gonna. Fuck everything up when I come back. So be ready for that, because I'm I love all of you except the ones that I'm not gonna love on and when, on that time I come back. And the and the with my dad. And the way you can honor all of this is by having some weird rabbit uh, hand out chocolate versions of himself and jelly beans. But remember me every year with anthropomorphized scary furries at the mall. Uh, that, that also reminded me, there's a website. It used to be a website. I think it's on Tumblr now, sketchybunnies.com. Just Google sketchy bunnies oh. and it'll take you there. And it's just 
pictures of it's exactly what it sounds like. It's just pictures of Easter bunnies, and they will freak well, the, you the fuck. Yeah, out. the one I posted this weekend should be one of them. Right. There's also one, and when it comes to Christmas time, there's also there's a Santa Claus version. Oh, sketchy. Santa's. I have a, I have a book called Scared of Santa, and it was like the Chicago Tribune had people like submit their best pictures, and it's like fifty years worth of horrible looking ones. Yeah, yeah, those are good. I like those. Uh, Ed, I was thinking of something. I, this might have happened last week, but we didn't get to it. Benny from L.A. Law died. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, our, he was the he was like the developmentally disabled character, right. which. In hindsight, it was the 80s, but I don't think it's really cool to get regular people to play developmentally disabled people yeah, like that's, that. Right. That's like, uh, you know, that's like Hollywood getting all the, uh, <laughs> Hollywood getting uh, one of the Fines brothers to play Michael Jackson. Right. It's like it's like um, taking Italian guys and painting them red and have them be the Indians back in the day. That's like right. That's, you're not allowed to do that anymore. You can get – there's developmentally disabled actors, like high-functioning oh, Down syndrome How about the, how about the Life Goes act. On kid? Right. There's a good example right there. Or, the Life Goes On kid. Or uh, Jerry from, uh, from Facts of Life. Well, no, she, she – No, she had, she she had, had cerebral CP. palsy. She had CP, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but – it, uh, and thoughts and prayers to Benny from L.A. Law. Larry Drake was his name. He also played Dark Man. He had a few. Oh, Ed, you pointed out that he was the racist guy drinking beer at the beach yeah. in Karate hey, Kid. He's got his pet nip. Yes, yeah, that guy. I didn't. I had forgotten right. that he was that. That guy. set up the dramatic beer can karate chop scene. Yeah, yes, I mean, very like such a weak trick, Miyagi. Like anybody could knock down beer cans. <laughs> I mean, I could just flick them with my finger. I think there was a bottle. There was a bottle or two, but yeah, there were cans. Oh, oh, that's right. That's right. Yes, he did. But that does, that's that's not even possible, by the way. Unless they're glued down, he couldn't karate chop. Uh, that doesn't. Yeah, that anyone doesn't, can karate chop a bottle and just like smash it to the ground. Of course. Yeah. He. Yeah. He cut him. But that would have okay. been weird if he was sitting there by the beach gluing bottles to his car. But but for our purpose, that would be weird. That would have been odd, just for Miyagi's <laughs> trick. For our purposes, the passing of Larry Drake, Benny from L.A. Law, was it, it struck me in a different way. Because, Ed, how fucking old is this guy, Larry Drake? He was 66 when he passed. 66 when he was Benny on L.A. No, Law. No, Ed. He was 66 a week ago when he died last Friday. <laughs> he died at age 66. So... So like five days ago. So we're supposed to. So that show was eighty six, right? That was thirty years ago. Yeah, thirty years ago. Benny what? Would Thir- have been thirty six. Thirty six years old. Man, yes, Jesus. He, he needed sleep. I mean, that was his. Was- that was his ailment. He was just a guy who needed sleep. Yes, something was in the water. That's crazy. <laughs> uh, but again, thoughts and prayers. How fucking old is this guy? Larry Drake, he was 66, RIP. Uh, and one more thing, I just saw something just before we came on. I, you know, it's not, you know, I'm not one to follow sports, but I saw that LeBron James has apparently unfollowed the Cavs on both Twitter and Instagram. Ooh, he's, ooh. and Wait, he's real, he- he's a real bitch. Like, I, I've Yes. I've I've been reading lots of things that like people behind the scenes like he cannot handle that he's not considered the greatest. 
Like, because yeah. he's been considered that his entire life, right? right? And everything he's done, it was just, you know, the upward trajectory. He was the sixth grader that was better than everyone in his town. And yeah. then, you know, when he, then he gets to the NBA and he's immediately like the greatest guy in the NBA. And he cannot handle all the love Steph Curry's getting. Yeah. Steph and then Curry he's, and, and, and he, Kawhi Leonard. And he played the role of the GM. Yes, and and he, forced he the, the team. Yeah, for, he forced them to trade their first uh, number one draft pick, Wiggins, for uh, for Kevin, Kevin Love. Love. And then like it's not working. He he forced yeah. the coach out. Like he's he's blaming the the organization for. And he's in charge. Yeah, he's running the show. They put him in charge. He's a terrible GM. Yes. Um. So, but also, it's so bitch like the yeah, whole is. like unfollow. Oh, I'm gonna unfollow you. I'm gonna, like. Yeah. You, if you're mad at them, you should just not like not care. I don't think you're really like going through your feed every day, going, "Oh, what did the Cavs say today?" Like, it's not like you really you symbolically follow them, and I I suppose you symbolically unfollow them, but it doesn't really help your image to do that. It just makes you look so petty, right, Ed? Yeah, and and following a team, following a beat writer is a good way to like learn about what's going on. Sure. Following a team is like following Pravda. Like you're just gonna find out the glorified. Hey, look! I know we lost by 37, but hey, look at a, look at our guys handing out turkeys before the game. Like they, yes, they, they're, they're, you're not gonna get any real information from that. No, absolutely not. It's a little weird. And LeBron James has got it. He needs a little help in the image department. Uh, okay, Ed. Voicemail. Oh. Our buddy. It's been a while. We haven't heard from him. And we're going to get the dulcet tones of his beautiful Wisconsin accent. Of course, I'm talking about caller Kyle and Scanny. He's got a couple thoughts, Ed. Let's see what he's got to say. Let's go. Hey, guys. What's going on? Kyle here. Hey, I heard something that caught my attention. Uh, something about snowmobiling. Uh, yeah, Brian, you are 100% correct. There's only one way to drive a snowmobile, and that is fucked up. I hope uh, Comanche Poon ain't listening, but uh, me and my buddy, we up north of Wisconsin every year, and it's about three days of I don't fucking really remember. Um, oh, and I listened to the episode twice already this week, and something's missing. Um, I was looking for a voicemail from uh, a certain somebody's first. Uh, what's up with that, Brian? Said you had it on the computer. Just let's play it. Let's hear it. Ed, let's go. Get him on this. Peace, guys. Excellent submission by our guy Kyle and Scani, right, Ed? <laughs> Absolutely. And we, we, you say at the top of the show that you want people to contact us however they feel, but like, he should always call in. Yeah, if you sound, well, he does two things right. He has an amazing accent. He has a funny sounding voice, an interesting sounding voice, but also he brings the good content. We, yeah. we discussed, he's, he's uh, delightful. He's delightful. He said he's, he said he's listened to last week's show twice, which I would, <laughs> you know what I would do if I were him, I would download it and then I would listen to it and then I would delete the download and then I would download it again and listen to it again. Yeah, that would be a good move. Just get it fresh again. Right. 
but he he's obviously a close listener because he's reflecting on last week's show. We were talking about snowmobiling, and I assumed you had to be drunk to snowmobile. And he he said, "Oh yeah, absolutely." Yeah, he said you because he had drunk. real experience, life. Right. He has life experience. He goes snowmobiling for three days at a time and comes home. He doesn't remember any of it, which is great. <laughs> Not great but for then, anyone around him. <laughs> but then he he I had hoped that everybody had forgotten about this. Yeah. I mentioned last week, or it might have been a couple no, weeks ago. No, a few weeks ago. Yeah, I mentioned before that I had a, an incident. Oh, yeah, where it was International Women's Day, and we were talking about That's our right. firsts, uh-huh. the girls we lost our virginity to. And I mentioned that m- mine accosted me many years later in a bagel shop and tried to embarrass me in a bagel shop and then left an unfortunate answering machine message at my parents' house. <laughs> An answering machine message that I don't... And I said... That I your family my, heard. Yeah, I think it's on my other computer, on an old computer. It's around. We need to, we need to get it. I had to record it, like, from a tape. It is... I ha, I'll be honest. It's not that funny. I mean, I guess... That's just I scary. Can you guys judge? Because this is a person that's clearly in crisis. <laughs> and a person <laughs> that... Feels wronged and feels that she's had something done to her, and she she isn't happy with the way things ended. So I'll I'll have to dig it up, and I'll have to I might have to um, do a little bit of editing. But I I I'm hesitant to say that I promise that I'll play it. How about just a little snippet of it? We we will uh, okay. I promise to play a portion, some of it. Yeah. Uh, okay. Excellent, excellent call. Kyle and Scotty. And if anybody else wants to reach out, we've had a couple of good voicemail weeks back to back, which I like. I like to play your calls. 949-464-TBLS. Give us a call. Ed, I specifically, I was on the radio last Friday and this was this was a big topic of the week and people are still talking about it this week. Yeah. And I held off because I said, You're you know a good what? man. I want to talk to my man, Ed about this. This is an amazing story. Yes. Apprise us of what is going on with former Major League Baseball player Adam LaRoche. All right. I'll give you the recap. So this week, as many have already heard, mediocre Chicago White Sox first baseman Adam LaRoche announced he was foregoing his $13 million salary and retiring from baseball. His reason? The club wouldn't allow him to bring his homeschooled 14-year-old son, Drake, to the park every single day. Uh, The GM explained the situation to the press. I asked Adam, said, listen, our focus, our interests, our desire this year is to make sure we give ourselves every opportunity to focus on a daily basis on getting better. All I'm asking you to do with regard to bringing your kid to the ballpark is dial it back. I don't think he should be here 100% of the time. And he has been here 100% every day in the clubhouse. I said that I don't even think he should be here 50% of the time. Figure it out somewhere in between. We think the kid's great, a great young man. I just felt not every day, that's all. You tell me, where in this country can you bring your child to work every day? And then Adam's brother, Andy, chimed in on Twitter, takes a hell of a man to step away from the game he loves for what he believes in. Oh, my. Then the USA Today followed up with a report that said several players and staff members privately complained to the White Sox management recently about the constant presence of LaRoche's 14-year-old son, Drake, in the clubhouse. Uh, Multiple people say he was with the team about 120 games during the 2015 season. 
Brian, my question is this. What chance, on a scale of 1 to 10, 1 not likely, 10 being very likely, what chance does Drake have in being a remotely likable human being as an adult? It's too late. It's too late. His, his life has been ruined. First of all, he's homeschooled. Right. That's a huge You're, problem. Yeah. Secondly, his dad takes him to fucking work every single day of his life. This kid needs to go out and experience his own life, dad. He doesn't need to go with you to your fucking job. It, you're not doing anything for him. You're doing it for you. That's, that's your security blanket. You, having, you have your kid around because you like having your kid around, which says a lot about you. Like, I have kids, Ed, and yeah. you have kids. And Love my kids. Love my they're, kids. They're great. But you know what's kind of nice? When they, when they go away to grandma's for the weekend. <laughs> well, also, his poor teammates. Yes. I mean, fuck, like one of the great joys of sports is just conversation in the locker room. Saying things that like you can say with a teammate that you don't have to worry about like leaving the locker room. Oh, b- baseball players exist at the baseline of humanity. These guys are... A hundred percent of the time talking about three things, beer, pussy, and farts. And that is it. And they're playing pranks on each other and they're, they're all super rich. So they're doing stupid. They're paying the ball boy to go get him beer and you know, they're buying cars and they're just maniacs and they're, but they're, they're essentially children. And you bring kids around and yeah, once in a while a kid comes through the locker room, but it's not like he's going to hang out the all before the game, all after the game. So you can button it up for a few minutes, but this fucking kid is there 24 seven. It severely affects the clubhouse chemistry. Like these guys cannot be themselves and it has to be super fucking annoying to have this kid there every single day. Yeah. Or if a guy tries to be himself and like Adam gives him a look. Yeah, like oh, he's like, oh, I was fucking be. this girl, and then and then you see him like look over, like, no, we don't talk about that in front of my son. Yeah, because because also, and you know, I respect people's right to worship their religion, but Adam LaRoche to me seems like a god squatter. Well, he I did Jesus. Yeah, I did see somewhere in passing that he 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 thinks maybe some of the the club coming down on him is his close uh, relationship with the Duck Dynasty guys. Oh, shut Oh, because he's like a tea partier, too. Like, that's, it's yeah. the yeah. whole, he's, that whole he's part thing. of that, that crew. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, yes, I, yes. The thing you, is it's a team, safe assumption to say religion is, is a big part of what he's about. Right, but every team has a few of those guys. There's Every there's, team, yeah, lots of, lots of sports have it, but... Yeah. Not in the form of a 14-year-old boy named Drake. No, it's it's he's doing no favors to the kid. And now the kid's got to live with his fucking dad ended his career. Left yeah. 13 like he's not getting any more 13 million dollar paychecks. He retired. Way to put pressure on your son now. Yeah, you, be- and- you better be a real good guy to hang out with now. And also like baseball's pretty cool, but you know that fucking Drake a few days a year was like, "You know what? I don't those games end pretty late. 
Like, and I saw that they put him. Was he was he the ball boy? Or did they just give him his own uniform? I saw a picture. He had his own locker, Ed. He had, oh he had a locker next to his dad's with his own jersey hanging in it, and he would take BP and and, uh, and take the fucking balls with the team. And like I, I looked at, you know, he's a career like two sixty hitter. Like there's nothing yeah. remarkable about him. Maybe he had a couple of decent he's years, had a couple but, of good home run years, I think. But but never like I. There's no way he was a top five no. MVP no. kind of like no. he was never that good to be. He's bou- he's bounced around. Yeah, uh, yeah. He's he he's a douche. Huge um, douche. He's not doing his kid you any know favors. Who, but you know who's the biggest douche in the story? Tell his me. brother. Like Andy made, LaRoche, made it sound yeah made it sound like he was like Rosa Parks. Standing for what this, he believed in. Get yeah, the fuck out of here. This isn't fucking Vietnam. He's not in Tiananmen Square lying <laughs> down in front of a fucking tank. <laughs> what a jerk off. Standing for what he believed in. So his he's, son couldn't get a locker. Yeah, he's the one inconveniencing everyone else. He's the fucking guy that's making everyone else's life shitty because he wants to hang out with his fucking kid. Hang out with your kid occasionally. Like, make it an event. Hey, son, you want to come down to the locker room today? Maybe once a week. Maybe That's every a lot. other week. Once yeah, a week. Yeah, once a week too much. Maybe, you know. And take your kid to work day. It's always a drag when somebody thinks their other kid like should have carte blanche at the office. Yeah, I had some, kids I had a kid bored all day. Yeah, I had uh, one time a woman on the trading floor brought her son – and like sat him down. There was an empty seat next to me, but I'm like trying to get a trade done. And the guy's like, and he was a, yeah, like he was wearing like a Duke sweatshirt and he was seriously like, Hey, you went to Maryland. Maryland sucks. I'm trying to like get a trade done. I was like, Hey kid, not, not on my time. Like we can talk about this, you know, as we're walking out the building, those fucking dookies, they go straight from graduation, right to that trading floor. (laughs) They're fucking kissed in all those dookies. Uh, yeah, the, the, it's it's the same thing. Like, it's not an appropriate place for a kid. Leave your fucking kid at home. And a better idea, put him in fucking school. The kid should be in eighth grade right now. Like, Yeah, what, he's probably really dumb, too. He must be yes. very stupid. Yes, he's got to be. Well, his dad's a ball player, and he spends every day with him. What do you think? <laughs> uh, okay, Ed, I'm, you know me. I, I prefer fringe sports. I like rugby. I like small college football and I like tennis and I don't mind women's tennis. What's going on in women's tennis? Well, Indian Hills tennis garden is hosting the BNP Paribas open this week and Indian Wells. Oh, Indian Wells. It was uh, uh, the spell check corrected on Indian Wells. Mm -hmm. Um, And uh, uh, the CEO, Indian Wells CEO was asked if he's happy about the Open becoming a mandatory Women's Tennis Association event. His answer wasn't so PC. No. I think the WTA, you know, in my next life, when I come back, I want to be someone in the WTA. Laughter in parentheses. Because they ride on the coattails of the men. They don't make any decisions, and they are lucky. They are very, very lucky. If I were a, if I was a lady player, I'd go down every night on my knees and thank God that Roger Federer and Rafa Nadal were born because they have carried this sport. They really have. Now, Brian, how does a man so stupid to share his mis- misogynistic feelings become the CEO of anything? I'm That's, always I'm always confused. I know. 
It's I'm crazy. not confused that people are racist and misogynist like that. I get, but to be so dumb that you think that's okay to say in 2016. Well, it's crazy, but it's to me, it's the um, Mike Tyson buying a tiger analogy because. Why, why, why does Mike Tyson think it's a good idea to buy a tiger? Because he doesn't have anybody that's going to tell him it's a bad idea. They're just, he goes, I'm thinking about buying a tiger. And all of his buddies go, hey, that's a great idea, champ. Champ, you need a tiger. Champ, why don't you have a tiger? I've been telling you to get a tiger, champ. <laughs> Same idea. This guy's the CEO. He's the real big dick around Indian Wells. And no, one, and no one questions him because he's in charge. And people that question him probably get fired. And so he's, he thinks that when he's talking to a reporter, it's just like when he's talking to a subordinate and he can say whatever the fuck he wants. But the thing is, is that he's fucking wrong. Like, women's tennis is better, right? Yes. Tennis is literally the only women's sport that anyone pays attention to. And maybe it's not quite, maybe the guys are still more popular, but it's close. This guy should be kissing the ass of every female tennis pro he knows. And just until like a couple years ago, the Williams sisters had um, boycotted that tournament because they're because they felt like their dad had been there was some racism towards his their dad. Right, right, there. right. I remember that. Yeah, and so it was. It's only been like one or two years that they've been back playing that tournament. They're never gonna fucking come back after this. Like this no. guy should this. This is the best thing that's ever happened to that club. Yeah, and, and she is. She is a, a massive draw. Yes. The, like, I, I don't know the numbers. I mean, talk about Federer versus, but like, if you just, it, to me, somebody who I can't even call myself a casual fan, like, I may catch uh, a few points a year, but, right. but women's tennis is two thirds as long as a men's tennis match. Yeah. Yes. I mean, that is a huge uh, uh, thing in their favor. Oh, and, yeah. and like, I, I mean, for somebody who doesn't follow it, I know of like, two men's tennis players and I could name, I don't know, five women's like yeah. they're definitely, they're definitely popular. But no, this that's, guy, that's this guy is barometer. just, that guy is so stupid that like he, he can't, it's the same as the people who compliment Hitler's leadership. Right. Well, he built a lot of roads, Ed. People yeah. Forget. Right. He's nice to his dog. He put Germany back to work. He was a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, well, I'm sure he'll get fired. We're not from Texas. No. But a lot of our listeners are. <clears throat> and while all of our listeners might not be from Texas, you probably know that we have some really great spirits that come from the state of Texas. And I know you know that, Ed. Of course. And we're not talking ghosts. We're talking liquor. Ever since Tito brought his vodka to the U.S. market, it's caught on like wildfire. Fire. Well... We're here to tell you it looks like we might also have the Tito's of whiskey gaining some steam, Ed. Herman Marshall Whiskey from North Texas has taken advantage of the fact that the Texas climate is perfect for producing their brown spirits. You may hate the heat, Ed. We know you hate the heat. I hate it. But your whiskey loves it. Uh The 90 to 100 degree days that we experience in Texas increase barrel pressure to push whiskey in and out of the charred wood barrels more often, making your glass of Texas bourbon smoother and more flavorful. We know that. 
See for yourself, guys. If you're in Texas, go out and grab a bottle of Herman Marshall Texas Bourbon Rye Single Malt or Temptress if you can find it. Next time you're at a local bar, restaurant, or spirits retailer, Herman Marshall Whiskey. Smooth Texas Whiskey. It, it would be nice to it would be nice to have that option of anywhere I go to be able to just order that instead of instead of being out of state and just hoping for the kindness of our friend Mike. Yeah, yeah, no, I when I'm at home, I'm so used to having my Herman Marshall and then I go out, you know, it's not available here. And I, so I went out with some friends uh to see some music on Saturday night and they didn't have the venue. They didn't have Obviously, they didn't have Herman Marshall. And they didn't have Bullet, which is my usual that's, go-to. Yeah, that's my go-to. And so I had to slum it with Maker's Mark. Mm. That must have been that must have been a tough night. Well, you know what I did, and I'm I'm not proud of this. I had him put an ice cube in it, <sighs> and, and, which I never do with my Herman Marshall. Yeah, I go neat. Yeah, I take it neat. Uh, all right, Ed. Uh, well, we lo- oh. we like we like our real. Yeah, and oh, yeah. so. If, Game yeah. of real or fake for you. Yeah. And, you know, coincidentally, we were talking Bible. This is real or fake reasons in the Bible for someone to be killed. Oh, okay. All right. Number yeah. one, disobeying one's parents. Oh, that's that's real. Number two, gathering sticks on the Sabbath day. Oh. <laughs> what, if, what if it's cold and you needed to make a fire? Like, that's not cool. Hey, that might be the false one. Oh, okay. Uh Number three, sexual relations with your in-laws. I've watched some movies about that. I like. I rather <laughs> enjoy those movies. <laughs> uh, number four, wizardry. Number five, sex with your aunt or sister. <laughs> um, that's so six one. F- five of them. So four of them are reasons for death. Right. One of them. It's not. I feel as though wizardry is more of a modern invention. I don't think that biblical times featured that sort of terminology. I'm going to say that the false item in the Herman Marshall whiskey real or fake game is mm-hmm. C. Wizardry. <laughs> uh, Leviticus twenty twenty seven. Oh, son of a bitch. Any man or woman who is a medium or wizard shall be put to death. Stoning is the specified method of execution. Uh, let me give you a couple others. Uh, disobeying one's parents. If a man disobeys his parents, they should take him to the elders of the city, denounce him as a glutton and a drunkard, and everyone should stone him to death. <laughs> uh sexual relations with your in-laws the penalty for sleeping with both a mother and daughter is all all of them should be burned to death of course okay uh gathering sticks on the sabbath day when the israelites were in the wilderness they found a man gathering sticks on a saturday they brought him to moses who was unsure what to do with him the word came down from the high that he should be put to death and the entire (laughs) congregation stoned him outside the camp (laughs) moses was a dick (laughs) and finally sex with your aunt or sister only invokes social alienation, but not the death penalty. <laughs> what? It's <laughs> oh, amazing. Uh, it doesn't seem to be much rhyme or reason there. It seems, no. It almost seems like they were making it up as they yeah. went on. <laughs> Sort of. Sort of seems like that. Weird. 
Ed, do you yeah. remember a few years ago when the University of Mississippi, a uh, hundred years too late, decided it might be a good idea to change their mascot from the very appropriate and not in any way insensitive Colonel Reb? <laughs> I do, I do. There's a lot of a lot of naming controversy. They still had Colonel Reb in the 2000s, Ed. <laughs> So they just, they had a contest of some sort and narrowed it down to a few finalists. Mm-hmm. One of which was Admiral fucking Akbar. I do remember that. Only and and he, he was, he was like heavily in the lead. Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Colonel Reb, military man, Admiral Akbar serves in the Navy. Like there it, you go. it's a, it's a, there's some synergy there. Mm-hmm. Well, Ed, they eventually blew that. Those Mississippians blew that amazing opportunity, and they're now just called the boring as hell Old Miss Black Bears. Yeah, that's not good. No, it isn't. They could have been the Old Miss Admiral Akbars. I mean, sure. Fuck. Go Axe. I would have a shirt. Oh, yeah. Like, you're a guy that collects shirts. The marketing for that would be, it would be so easy. Unbelievable. Well, Ed, it looks like we may have just missed an equally important opportunity. Something in the UK called the National Environment Research Council got a new 200 million pound. That's not how much it weighs. It's how much it costs. That's like $300 million. Yeah. You're a guy that spends a lot of time in the UK. You would know that. 200 million pound research vessel. And they thought it would be a good idea to give the public an opportunity to name the new ship. <sighs> Tactical error. Well, Ed... It turned out to be a great idea because yeah. the organization's website crashed under the weight of the people's suggestions, and it's still open for for uh, guesses now or for votes now. Suggestions, suggestions. So I'm going to give you the top 15 suggestions. <laughs> okay, taking votes right now. Okay, number 15, RRS Ada Lovelace. Okay. There's going to be a lot of British people we don't know. Number number 14. Uh, oh, this is like an icebreaker, by the way. Or it's not an icebreaker, but it do, it goes in the Arctic. Okay. Number 14, RRS, not the Titanic. That's a pretty good one. <laughs> that is a good one. 13, Ice Ice Baby. <laughs> 12, and this is weird. Indiana Hoops coach Tom Crean. They want to name it after him. Which, wow. is there, there, must be a, there must be a British guy also called Tom Crean. <laughs> no, he be- did. He did just beat Kentucky to go to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah, maybe, yeah, maybe they're big uh, NCAA hoops fans over there. Uh, also, Red Dwarf, Tiffany Aching. And I don't know. That sounds like a porn star. I don't know if that's their, if they're naming it after um, how my penis felt after masturbating to Tiffany in mm. when I was like thirteen. But yeah, maybe. Um, number nine, Usain Bolt. Hmm. It's not even a British Jamaican. Guy. He's Jamaican. Uh, here's another. It's bloody cold. Here is one. Pingu. Eh. Uh, here's one. Here's a good one. This is like not confusing. Number six. RRS boat. <laughs> um, and then you have. They want to name it after David Attenborough. This one I take offense to. Number three. Pillar of Autumn. I mean, you want to name it after the worst. Season of the year, the Best most season. depressing season. Best Autumn. season. Oh my god! When the Football summer goes season, away, Thanksgiving season, the oh greatest season. Uh, then, then there's some names: Henry Worsley, David Attenborough. I think we already mentioned, but number one, Ed. Yeah, it's actually number one and number five, but number one, and it's leading 
by a mile right now. RRS Bodie McBoatface. <laughs> that is amazing. I mean, That's if the they, greatest. If they're going to let the fans name it, this is going to win because it's in the lead. Number five is, is close. That It's called RRS Bodie McBoatface The Return. <laughs> Just feel, in case. I feel like you would need a second once they get a commission a new boat that could be voting. Well, that's the thing. Yeah. They're they're either they're they're not going to put the next one up for a vote. No, I Clearly. don't think they're going to. Not if they got a name at Boating McBoatface. Which so they is awesome. figured. So they figured. Let's just get the return in there, just just so its name is up. Yeah, Ed. Much like the colonization of the Americas and baked beans for breakfast, can we expect Britain to blow this opportunity? <laughs> yes, I, I'm sure there's going to be a bad technicality, but Boating McBoatface. So Absolutely. It, that's that's what you want. When you look, you know when you're you're walking by and you look for the name of a boat or a ship? Yeah. You want to see something cool. It's it always is. something it's always really stupid. It's yes. a pun or it's named after the 20-year-old that the 60-year-old is fucking. Like it's yes. never it's never something cool. You know what you see a lot of is references to Jimmy Buffett songs. Oh, Christ. You see a lot, a lot, a lot of like cheeseburger, Margaritaville. Yeah, like yeah. Any of those, you're going to see a lot of. But I, I, I'll i be honest. I don't think I've ever seen a boat called Bodie McBoatface. That would be the greatest boat of all time. Yeah, it would be. It would immediately become my favorite boat. Yeah, I would definitely say that occupies one through ten my favorite boat names. Agreed. Uh, a Tom Crane would be up there, though. Uh, uh, <laughs> we'll, we'll, keep, we'll keep an eye on that. Uh, Ed. Yeah. What are some of the, not to put you on the spot, but what are some of the worst jobs you can think of? Uh, to me, it's like anything to do with the sewer. Flight attendant. Oh, that would be a bad one. Yeah. Anything- <laughs> you're a waitress not working for tips right, and you're and you stuck in the sky and you could and, die. And you make like 20 grand a year. Yeah, exactly. Unless you're that one Swedish Flat no. attendant that's trying to bang. That's family money. Family trying, money. Trying to settle down with our guy, Johnny Football. Yeah. I heard about that. Yeah. We, we How about an update, Johnny? Johnny Football, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Get, get us an update and send me a couple more pictures. Mm. Anything that requires you to crawl under a house, Ed, would freak me out or an attic. Mm. I'm not I'm, I'm not into to tight spaces where there might be rodents or rodent no. droppings. Can't imagine elephant handler would be such a good one. Right. Yes. Yeah, they could step on you. They take big shits. Right. <clears throat> I'm not into anything that puts you in contact with dead things. And de- But definitely, Ed, I think the worst job would be anything <laughs> that required you to be in the proximity of semen. Yeah, for sure. Unless it's your own. So, Ed, my suggestion to you is do not... Submit your resume to Dutch SeaWorld anytime soon <laughs> because apparently they take such good care of their dolphins that their care includes regular jerk off sessions at the hands of park employees. <laughs> Hold on. <clears throat> Let me clear my throat. Oof. Footage from the show's undercover. There's, oh, th- so someone's made a documentary. Which aimed to expose the living conditions for dolphins at Europe's largest marine mammal park. Right. But that's bestiality porn now. Yeah. What it shows is a male trainer (laughs) using his hand to masturbate a male dolphin and rewarding him with fish afterward. 
To me, the ejaculation is yeah. reward enough. <laughs> That's the reward. I mean, when you're done with sex, does somebody say, hey, hey yeah. here's a cheeseburger? Yeah, sandwich afterwards, just bonus. The clip that shows the dolphin masturbation now has over 200,000 views on YouTube, Ed. Oh, jeez. One woman who viewed the video filed a criminal complaint earlier this month that alleged the dolphinarium routinely sexually abused its animals. The Marine Park, meanwhile, insists <laughs> that jerking off dolphins is a, quote, de-stressing technique. It's really <laughs> difficult to argue with that because it's... Definitely seems to de-stress me most of the time. Totally at ease after that. Also, they're trying to say that it has something to do with collecting sperm for their artificial insemination program. Although in the video, I think he just lets it go. I don't think he actually... There's no Tupperware that I saw. There's there's no Tupperware, no tissue. They just just let it go. Let it fly. Not even a sock. Ed, what is the worst part of this story? Is it... Dolphin dicks? Is it the fact that a dude was performing the stroke job, or is it the Japanese guys that are furiously <laughs> masturbating to the YouTube footage? It's definitely the Japanese. Yeah, because you know they are. Ed, they do like shit with tentacles and eels over there. <laughs> They're real weird. They've got so many weird things going on. They do. I just there had to be the day when. That guy was assigned. Yeah. Like, hey Hans, you come. You have a minute. Hans, you have, Hans, you have a minute. Uh, what are you doing? Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna feed them. Well, before before the guests get here today, um, you see bubbles over there. He's, he's acting a little antsy, and I mean, we need him to be ready for the show. Like, he's not cooperative. He's kind of doing his own thing, and you know, I'm gonna. I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to need you to go jerk bubbles off in the corner. <laughs> Hans, uh, okay. when, do, when do you feel the most relaxed? Is it <laughs> it's after after you spend a little time with Helga. But sometimes <laughs> Helga's not around. Helga's flying that red eye for Lufthansa. Or KLM. <laughs> and she's not around. She's down with that Johnny football guy in Houston. So you need to relieve, you need to de-stress on your own. But you see bubbles over there at Hunts, Hunts. <laughs> he can't de-stress himself. He's only got flippers. <laughs> he doesn't He doesn't have opposing thumbs like you. All right, there's no grip. I mean, he's been for the last hour and a half, he's been just rubbing it up against the glass. It's just not working. He he needs a little help. So why don't you put on a glove? <laughs> Lube up. And ski pull the shit out of that yeah. dolphin. Take care of that dolphin dick over there. That dolphin dick is not going <laughs> to jerk itself off, okay? And and dolphins, I mean, anytime you have animals that are closely associated with humans, like dolphins are, are assholes. They they're murder. Rapists. They, yeah. They're rapists. They, they murder. Like, they, they will, they will like, you know, bounce people from their crew. Like, yeah. yeah. So they have needs. They're very human-like in many ways. Oh, and that means they need... To be relaxed. Yeah. They need Or they'll they'll spoil your show. Yeah. Ed. Yeah. They need to come. <laughs> I guess I guess we know what they uh, meant when when the the flipper theme song and they said he lives in a world of wonder. 
That's for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That was now always we kind of weird because they like lived in the glades, which is like fresh right. water. What was going on on Flipper? I think it was a real unsophisticated 1960 audience. That's what was going on. Well, also, they dolphins live in pods. They, they have families. And Flipper's just fucking on yeah. his own. Like, yeah, he's just hanging out with some shitty blonde-haired boy. Kept as a pet? Yeah. Pretty fucked up. Okay, Ed, it is time. Everyone's favorite. There's no more Bachelor, so I don't It's really exciting. Not sure what we're going to talk about today. Has the other one started yet? No. It's the Bachelor in Paradise? I don't think it starts till May. Uh, there's, there's a Bachelorette. Which that is okay. starts before the Paradise one? Yeah, and then you do, once they, once they do the Bachelorette, then they bring out the Paradise, which is the best. The Bachelorette is the worst in the franchise. Mm. The Bachelor in Paradise is the best because there's lots of hookups. So it'll be a while before that happens. But I'm sure there are other things going on in the world of pop culture. That is why we bring on our very own Baller Lifestyle podcast, pop culture correspondent, to brief us on everything that's happening in the world of pop culture. Of course, I'm talking about our very own Fancy Sauce. How you doing, Fancy? Hey. Hey, okay. I'm just trying to get myself situated Yeah, get here. yourself situated. I well, tried to talk for a long intro. time. That was a big intro. Give you a chance to get ready. Still wasn't enough time. I just caught a bit of the Von that Trapp dolphin, family. That the family story. Von Trapp. Yeah. Oh, you're an animal lover. Very disturbed by the whole. Yeah, thing. the Dutch. It's so gross. The, I can't even. I can't even read the, about it. Well, I mean, I, wanna... I think somebody should ask Bubbles. The, the well, I mean, it's because see, Ed, if he yeah. weren't captive, he'd be free to rape like dolphins do out in the ocean. That's true. That's, That's the true. point. But because he's captive, he's got to be jerked off by some Dutch dude, which, like, isn't the best thing to happen to you. Yeah. Well, I'm out on SeaWorld. I'm out on circuses. Yeah, agreed. Concur. Out on all that shit. Totally agree. I can't even, zoos kind of bum me out now. Yeah. Zoos really bummed me out. Same here. Even like the nice zoos. They look so sad. Yeah. We went to the Petting zoos, all that stuff. Yeah. When you go to something with your kids, you're like, I don't know. This is a yeah. real bummer. The San Diego Zoo is one of the better zoos in the country. And we went there yeah, last year. And even that. It's kind of depressing. Super, yeah, super, I think I'm out. a bummer. I'll tell you what. We're pretty impressive, though. Those fucking polar bears. They're those, always impressive. Those things are fucking huge. I went to the massive. Central Park Zoo, and they had a polar bear. Like, it was like the middle of summer. He's like oh, laying really? on a rock. He's like, oh, fucking kill me. Yeah. Kill yeah. Me. He wants to be where it's cold. Cool. Yeah. It was like July. He's just yeah. laying there. He's like, oh. it's, this is not the movie Madagascar. Somebody just murdered me. Yeah. Let polar me Polar bears are the only bears. All bears are carnivores, but polar bears are the only bears that are exclusively carnivores. Because yeah. there's nothing else for them not, to eat. Not too, many, not too many berries on the uh, tundra. Nope. Uh, okay, real quick, a couple of emails. Um, we were talking about monsters last week. Uh, Paul has weighed in. Mm-hmm. Anyone that says amaze balls. Uh, yes. Oh, a great or awesome sauce. <laughs> yes, that's a good one. Uh, Adorkable. Uh, yes. Uh. Any of those would have to totally agree. I with. just need to chime in quickly. I just yes. want to make it clear to everybody that. My Twitter handle, Fancy Sauce, is in no way derivative of that term, Awesome Sauce. Oh, no. Okay? No. Isn't it from a movie or something? It's from Step Brothers. Yeah. It is. It's a mixture of 
I'm into condiments. Mayonnaise and ketchup. Not ashamed right. to say it. It's fancy sauce. Anyway, I would say that. Uh, okay, hold on. We got we, we have more. Here's another email. Hey y'all, hearing Kate's Australian accent is everyone's highlight of every oh, podcast. Oh yeah. It made me think about other accents. With her accent ranked first and Kyle and Scani's accent ranked second, what are some of your other favorite accents in the states or worldwide? Please have resident impressionist Ed Daly give examples of the accents. That's from Ish. Good email, Ish. Ed, the worst accent in the world is the Baltimore accent. Is, yeah, the Baltimore on. Is Scani yeah. Wisconsin? Is Wisconsin, yeah, Wisconsin. Uh, Wisconsin. Uh, the and Philly, the, which they're very similar. Yeah, they are. They're both. They're both hoagie very rail. gross. It's, can you put that on a hoagie rail? Yeah, I can't really do it. Tuesday, take Tuesday out. The um, uh, the, the Boston's crawl, crawl Boston's show pretty had a awful. good with John Daly. That crawl show had a good sketch where it was one one. It was like dueling pawn so shops, good. and one was from Pittsburgh, and one, one was, was from, from Philly. Philly, and they so they would duel was off it, their accents. It was Daly and who else? And Pittsburgh cool. is it, it's there, but it's not as bad as Philly. No, Pittsburgh Phil- like yins. They yes. say stuff like yeah, like yes. But it's not nearly as bad as Philly. No, and yeah, Philly and Baltimore, it's like the same accent, and it is, it's awful. It's, it's the worst one we have. Although the Chicago one is pretty grating. Yeah, the but show, for some Scott, reason, you get, over to, you get over to Scotty. Maybe it's just Kyle, but. Uh, it's delightful. Yeah, and, and the movie Fargo, I yeah. enjoyed their, I enjoyed their accents. I mean, it w- if I lived with it, I, I don't know if I could deal with that. Might be but, a bit much. Might be. Uh, I were, of course, we're leaving out the worst, by far the worst accent Boston. because it's, yeah, it's said by the worst people. <laughs> right. The Boston accent. Boston. And, and, and it's especially bad because it always comes out of the mouth of a Bostonian. Right. So that's the And they're it. so proud. They're so, so, so proud of being from Sorry, Boston. Sorry, Boston listeners. They rarely, they rarely, you, you we, Bostonians, we you rarely mention being from Boston. <laughs> it's like, it's like being a vegan or doing CrossFit. Very it's proud. the fucking first if thing Boston you say. Boston had right. its own flag, yeah. everyone in Boston would fly it yeah, out front that's true. of their house. Okay, here's another one. Guys, first of all, a thank you is in order. I gave baby powder a try a few months ago and it is a game changer. Much appreciation for turning me on to that. Oh, I'm a, I'm a baby baby powder fiend i've never done it oh i powder my nuts ed i powder the fuck out of my nuts it keeps them nice and dry it's nice i think we should also just as a public service say that it may have carcinogens in it yeah it's it's talc and you, you guys can yeah, google it's it not, it's not it might not, be, might not be but it's not going inside of my body it's on the outside of my body don't stress me out <laughs> okay he continues don't you I have was, a problem with deodorant I we, u- we don't use aluminum. I use um, I use a natural deodorant. Yeah, so whatever. It's called Primal Pit Paste. But you're putting so, you're putting shady sh- shit on your balls. So look, yeah, I'm ba- I guess I'm balancing it out. Right. I I use the aluminum. I don't. You do, I don't you shouldn't care. do that, Ed. Why? Go on, go on Amazon and get the Primal Pit Paste. I'm not being that paid sounds... by them, but I should be. Uh, but it's made out of like coconut oil and stuff, and it uh, works. I hate mm. coconut. Do you really? Well, you're not yeah. gonna eat it. Now the smell. No, it doesn't smell smell like coconut. Okay, we digress. 
I was wondering if you guys might extend a challenge to John and Fullerton and Adam and Sugarland as to who can provide the most off-putting story. <laughs> While I vividly recall a rendition from Adam involving a friend, a butt, and the Galveston Bay, <laughs> I still find John and Fullerton's use of the word screw much, so much more distasteful. <laughs> I feel like we have only scratched the surface of the lengths of depravity these men have experienced. Perhaps Ed could reach out to the Craigslist threesome guy as well. This seems like a good opportunity to check in. Keeping the baller lifestyle alive. That is from Ross. Excellent email, Ross. Um, John John is purposefully gross. So he he's he's talked about things that I'm not, I'm not even comfortable re-mentioning on the show. So he, he would win in a landslide. The but Craigslist if, threesome guy, it's yeah. just there's always something going yeah. on with him. Like there's – there's always, you know, I, I won't hear from him for a couple months, and then he'll just send me a picture of some USC girl he's giving coke to at that very moment, oh, and great. and it's like great. real creepy, and I just it, he's he's always up to something. That is so. He, I forget is he a college friend or an old work yeah, friend? Co- college. 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 Yeah. But yeah. you know, he's like yeah. forty two now, hanging out with USC college students. I mean, you might have to hook me up with him. <laughs> he's. Yeah, I mean, there's some talent, which I, yeah. you know, I only assume it's the coke talking. I'm sure. Well, it sounds like he's got a bit of a rap. I mean, and also, no, no, no. he doesn't. No, he doesn't. He's... He doesn't seem to be very inhibited, judging by the fact that um, no. he banged some guy's wife in front of him from via Craigslist ad. That's right. That's right. Speaking of cocaine, did you guys talk about Steve-O and Mike Tyson? Oh, no, but I I posted that on the Baller Lifestyle Facebook page. Oh, that's right. Yeah. About Mike Tyson? Yeah. Steve-O apparently rocked a party with an eight ball of Coke, and he and Mike Tyson locked themselves in the bathroom for three days. He knocked on three hours. (laughs) He he knocked on the door of a party in the Hollywood Hills, and Mike Tyson opened the door, and he said, (laughs) I mean, imagine this happening to you. Do you have Coke? And he said, hey, can I come in? And Mike Tyson said- do you have Coke? And Steve-O said, yeah, actually I do. And he's like, all right, come right in. He had an eight ball and some more. Yeah. And (laughs) he basically had a half ounce of Coke. And then he and Mike Tyson proceeded to go in the bathroom and just do all of his Coke for the next three hours and talk about existential shit. And then he said the next time he saw Mike Tyson was in the psych ward where they were both (laughs) incarcerated. Pretty good. good. That is Uh, good. Okay. Kate, what is going on in the world of pop culture? Yeah, well, let's get into it's actually the actual news. Yeah, the real news. As I like to call oh, it. Yes. So I have an update on the Hulk Hogan Gawker oh, lawsuit. Yeah. Hogan, wow. in case you have missed this, was awarded $115 million in damages on Friday by a Florida jury over Gawker's publication of a sex tape, which is an astounding figure that tops that $100 million he had asked for that will probably grow before the trial concludes and that could send a cautionary tale to online publishers despite the likelihood of an appeal by Gawker. Uh, The wrestler known in court by his legal name, Terry G. Balea, sobbed as the verdict was announced in late afternoon, according to people in the courtroom. He's called Terry and Hulk. I mean, that's like (laughs) not really anywhere to go from there. That's just like the the worst just... (laughs) Tear up the choose your own adventure at that point, you know? I'm not. That's right. Just the close ju- the book. I'm yes. not with the jury here. 
Uh, to me, the tape that was delivered to Gawker yeah. is legitimate news. Yeah. He's a celebrity, and I think this is newsworthy. I'm confused because... The fact that it's a sex tape, I think, is beside the point. There it's is, still newsworthy. There, I, I feel like this could be a Supreme Court case because there is precedent for this. The, the Pentagon mm-hmm. Papers is what I would think of as some, something that was uh, gotten by maybe ill begotten means and published and it was published because what, like it was a whistleblower? news. whistleblower? Yeah, somebody somebody stole the, these papers and gave them to the New York Times okay. or the Washington Post. Okay, and, like so a pre-WikiLeaks and, and they ran them and they got sued and they won because it was news. And as much as and now we live in a time where a wrestler fucking his buddy's wife on tape it's is news. fucking news. It like I don't is. I don't know how I don't know how this doesn't get overturned on appeal. Agreed. Ed, David, I don't I don't I don't, uh, I don't like Gawker in any way. I don't care about the f- when, when people are talking about oh, the slippery slope with First Amendment. Like, they exist only to tear people down. Like, there's not, when you look at, like, Deadspin, they do a lot of tearing down, but sometimes they'll talk about something awesome. Gawker yeah. is just, just shitting on people. Well, it's the like, same company. I understand that, yeah. but I'm saying that specific, right. I, I get it. I get it. And, like, there are funny things that can happen. And when somebody like Mel Gibson is being a, just a, a horrible human being, I'm fine with, with sites posting stuff like that because, you know, you're you're exposing someone for being a, a terrible person. But, like, I, I don't I, – I just don't understand. Like, Gawker doesn't have any other function. I don't think function. we get to pick and choose. Yeah, I – but they still, I mean, you're free to not consume their, and they've definitely done some things I don't appreciate, but, sure. the, but they have a first amendment right to I disseminate mean, information. Like that's I what they do. When this, I thought this one, when this was going on was Hulk Hogan like planted it. And this is just, you yeah. know, a cheesy way to stay in the news. Uh, but you know, if it is a sex tape against your will, like I don't, yeah. I don't see why they should Publish that. That's I. It, to me, that's no good. What yeah, if it was yeah. a tape of somebody doing drugs? Someone famous doing drugs. Yeah. Is it just because I, it's sex? I mean, it's a public. Like, where do we draw the line? He's, I don't. I don't have a problem with somebody doing drugs. So I. I would say don't publish that either. More, I'm not that I'm asshole not who published Mike it? Michael Phelps doing smoking yeah, weed. Like what? Yes. Why? Why? No, I, that's I only agree. to tear someone I, down. I agree, but unfortunately, it's. You know, there is there is a market for that for people. people but why, who want to why is information. that? Why is that okay from a news sense? Like, why to to show somebody having sex that he's not he's not okay with? Like, why why is that? Uh, that's newsworthy. That's that's spying I mean, on someone. That's that that's the same as what's her name, Aaron Hannity. You're saying with with things that are newsworthy it's, that gets posted about. Them. It's not news to me or you. It's not something that we're right. interested in, but millions of people. But how is this it. different from Aaron Andrews? How is it different? Somebody spying? Because I, I mean, if Hulk Hogan really didn't know if that's what was proven, then this is Aaron Andrews. That's not okay to me. That's that's not, yeah, that's but not Hulk newsworthy. Not they have the right the to post that. that Fuck made them. The video. Right. And Aaron Andrews wasn't suing the people that posted the video. Uh, either way, everybody was okay with, and I'm I'm certainly okay with Aaron Andrews winning whatever she did for a variety of reasons. But like Hulk Hogan, like if he didn't want that tape out there, why was it the public's right? Why is that newsworthy? I don't I don't see it. I still think it's going to get overturned on appeal based on the I think it Supreme could too. Court precedent. What else is going on, Kate? 
All right, so boxer Manny Pacquiao is not welcome at the Grove Shopping Center in L.A. Again, he's been banned after making homophobic statements last year. Grove owner Rick Caruso is quoted as saying, these statements are hatred. A lot of people from the gay community come to the Grove and they have a right to feel comfortable. Manny Pacquiao is no longer welcome. After the February statements, um, which Pacquiao immediately backpedaled from, but I guess he was... Um, where, he said, where he said homosexuals were animals. I like when he clarified it. He's like, no, I, I just wanted you he to said, know that. I just think they're burning, going to burn in hell. He said, I, I was... Right, it's right. like, oh, the animals good are clarification, better. They buddy. know how to distinguish male from female. If we approve of male on male, female on male, then man is worse than animals. Yeah. Uh, is it so? This, so is, this is the second time Pacquiao has been banned from the Grove. In 2012, he was barred from the shopping center for quoting the um, Leviticus passage that says homosexuals should be put to death. Um, I'm not sure when this ban was lifted, but I think at this point, maybe make it a lifetime ban. If you feel well, maybe about his maybe you should be preaching youth. people who pick up sticks on Saturday. Yes. They should or be put to death. have sex with their aunt. <laughs> that's right. Now, that's okay. Uh, I mean, that, that's okay. a we reserve the right to refuse service to anyone type of thing, right? Like, yeah, I, I, fuck so. that guy. I just wonder what happened with, like, there. if he was cruising around the Grove, would somebody contact Rick and he'd send yeah, like, security get him out of there. down? Get, get rid of Manny Pacquiao. Funny. <laughs> some, uh, okay, mall cop, some mall cop's going to have to try to get rid of Manny Pacquiao. funny. Yeah. And Manny Pacquiao just comes off like just the sweetest guy, but he's like a lot of people that he's are, a monster. Yeah. He has archaic views on human beings. The Mexicutioner? Cool. He's a little yeah. behind the times? Yeah. <laughs> shocking. Uh, what else is going on, Kate? Um, comedian Kevin Hart apparently made bets throughout this past season of The Bachelor with his fiance, Iniko Parrish, and apparently it didn't go so well for Kevin. Um, he says, I lost a lot of money during the season, but you know, Higgins seemed to end it on a happy note and I met him. He's a good guy, genuine guy. So hopefully that relationship takes him in a great genuine direction, but I lost money. I had another pick. I had another two picks. Actually, I tend to lose a lot. Uh, he should have been listening to this show. Kevin appeared on an episode of the batch along with ice cube where they accompanied the bachelor, one of the girls Saw on a date, it. which is a gimmick they've been running with a few seasons now with these celebrity guests. Saw it. You know, that ice cube is not much taller than Kevin Hart. No, he isn't. No, they're very wee. And I just, yeah, this, yeah. this isn't this isn't my original thought. I heard this somewhere else. I can't remember where, but I want I would like to give credit to wherever I heard it. Uh, I heard someone talk. I think it was on the radio. Somebody was talking about Ice Cube and the him potentially being a studio gangster. And he said, there is no more evidence of his studio gangsterism than claiming that on a good day, he messed around and got a triple double. (laughs) (laughs) Because dude's like five, six. And like, uh, I feel like he would have got a lot of shots swatted. Yeah, it's going to have to be a guard oriented lineup for him to even get like two rebounds. And well, maybe he got it in steals, but he also, he's a little pudgy. Like, I can't imagine him being like, the guy's a mogul. The guy's awesome. I love him. I could buy the assists, right? I mean, you don't have to be, you don't have to be imposing to get assists. And maybe if you're laying off him and just letting him shoot from outside, he could rack up 10 pretty quick on three pointers. That's right. But uh, I don't know. I don't know if he's going to get 10 steals or 10 rebounds in the game. 
No, again, no, that's not, not, not my original thought, but I agree with it. Uh, no. Okay, Kate, what else is going on? One of Ed's favorite actors, Shia LaBeouf, mm. known of late for watching all his own movies in chronological order in a New York movie theater. And in February, he went up and down an elevator in London for 24 hours. He does like a lot of endurance, like really boring endurance Stunts. tests. So he must have made a ton of money, right? Oh, I guess yeah. the Transformers, right? Because he, yeah. these are not pro- well. these are not projects that, that elevators and stuff like that. Like this, yeah. this doesn't generate any he, income. He also no, was no in that. Income. He was in that um, Indiana Jones. He does a lot uh, of free movie. performance art. Yeah, he's got some money, but also I think he lives rather Spartanly. I remember he got in a car accident. And he was driving an F one fifty. So uh, yeah. you know he's maybe he's not living too high on the ho- performance. He's a performance art is really terrible. Also, also a, a worse thing that he's done that we reported on this show. This guy works out in jeans. That's true. Oh. He's a jeans workout guy. <laughs> one time, uh, what, one time, Michelle's yes. uh, mom got us uh, tickets to some show that it was oh. like supposed to be like you know one of these hot. Shows in, yeah, in New York. She knows you love musical theater, but this was this was fifteen years ago or whatever it was when you when you when your fir- when your love of musical theater well, first took hold. No, I didn't know what it was. <laughs> it was performance art. So it was these oh. people, and they like come down from the ceiling and they like get in your face, and you don't even have seats. You just go into a room, and like people are standing around you, and like at the intermission, I was like, Michelle, we gotta get the fuck out of here. Let's get like, out of here. Yeah. <laughs> it was awful. Let's, let's go to a bar. Yeah, not we went out to dinner. We went out to dinner right after. It was like, well, our reservation, and I I said, I don't don't care when the reservation is. We we got to leave right now. We'll get there early. Like, I don't want somebody in my face. And they were like all painted up. Like, uh, what am I get? Oh, they were like up close and personal. Yeah, like I'm gonna get blue paint on my shirt because some asshole thinks I want to be part of the show. Uh, Kate, what is going on with Shia LaBeouf? Have we gotten to that part? Um, No, we've digressed. The the story is that he's apparently engaged to his longtime girlfriend Mia Goth. I just can't even deal. They she, sound like they're perfect for each other. Is she a like a, a known commodity? She's an actress. She's, she was in a movie with. She's German she's and she has no other. eyebrows. I've I've seen her. Mm. I don't know what she's else. She's always she's surprised. Been in besides looking. Nymphomaniac yes. Two, where they uh, met. Yeah, I've been wanting to watch those Nymphomaniac movies. <laughs> those are that sounds like my kind of movie. It was a cashier at the LA grocery chain Gelson's who apparently was the first to be informed about um, the engagement. Um, and break the news after chatting to the couple whilst checking them out. He, seems about right. He seems like more of a Whole Foods guy. Yeah. Gelson's is all right, but he seems like uh, it's yeah. kind of shocking that he shops there. Who knows? Uh, well, good for him. I'm sure that marriage will last. It'll be like a. Um, <laughs> I'm sure Paul, it'll make it. Paul I'm Newman. sure they'll make it to for our honeymoon. To let's ride in the uh, St. Louis Arch for four and a half days. <laughs> yeah, that, that won't get old. Uh, what else is going on, it's Kate? It's come to light recently that Ben Affleck's very large, very colorful back Cock. tattoo is a fake. Oh. In case you weren't aware, Ben was Brutal. spotted with some colorful ink that covered the entirety of his back and features what appeared to be a phoenix with its wings spread wide across his shoulder blades. Um, ben apparently has said it was fake for a movie, adding, I actually do have a number of tattoos, but I try to have them in places where you don't have to do a lot of cover-up. They get sort of addictive tattoos after a while. Oh. I'll be honest, I'm a big Ben Affleck fan. I was very, very concerned about this tattoo. You're not a big Ben Affleck fan. Well, this after is, that after is... that shower scene. Sure. Yeah, I mean, he had, I like ben Affleck. He had a nice shiny cock. I enjoy <laughs> I Ben def- Affleck in movies. He, he definitely chubbed it up, though, well, as, as anyone Which would. Which makes me a fan. Yeah. 
I enjoy him in movies. Uh, he's he's alright. Not all movies. He's like all right. I won't see that Batman oh, no. versus oh, Superman. The movies he's directed oh, no. have been Over good. My dead body. Yeah. What's what's that one where he did the Superman where he was like the guy that was Superman that got murdered in the forties? That was a good uh, movie. I don't remember. Yeah. The 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 town was good. Yeah. Argo was, was good. good. Yeah. Yeah. He's all right. I don't it's mind talented. him. Argo. Yeah. yeah Argo. No, he is. He's a talent. Uh, is, is that it, Kate? Yes. Oh, excellent fancy job. Fancy pop for the week. There he's finally the news. Uh, excellent job as always, Ed Daly. Thank you. Congrats. Excellent, excellent yeah, job as always, Kate McManus. <laughs> thank you. For Ed Daly, for Kate McManus, I'm Brian Beckner. This has been episode 112 of the Baller Lifestyle Podcast from theballerlifestyle.com. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.